You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. Can you believe it? Our penultimate episode featuring the first film. I know. It's, it's gone so quickly, this one, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Blimey. Yeah. Yeah, there's I Ash, it, yeah. and then there's Ripley, and yeah. then we're done. We're done, yeah. Well, we'll we'll enjoy we'll include Jonesy with Ripley. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rip, Ripley is basically Ripley, Jones, and Alien One, as I call it. Yes, the first Alien. Yes. That's our discussion well, yeah, next yeah. time we come um, round. Although, as we've said before, Jonesy appears to be Ash's cat. Ah, oh, I, I've learned something this morning oh, no. after watching the Ash. Was it the old science officers that cat, might that contradict sense. it? Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that when we get there. Ah, okay. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, today it's Ash. Yep. I did say to you, to prep you, about we'll also talk about the derelict and the Nostromo. Yes. But, no, yep. I've decided to hold back on the derelict and the Nostromo. Oh, Sorry okay. if you've given much thought to this. For a special, Not somewhere much. further down the line. But, no, I thought today Ash and the Facehugger. Oh, okay. Yep. Be- because when we did Kane, we did Kane and the Chestburster. This is yep. Ash and the Facehugger. All right. Fair so enough. I need you to be thinking about your your uh, your rating for the Facehugger, and we'll do a bit of behind the scenes on that as well. All right. Cool. All right. So Ash, uh, not surprisingly, doesn't seem to have a first name. No, no, he doesn't. I was Just, looking for that. Um, I was hoping it would be Leslie. Leslie Ash. That would be a different yeah. uh, a different performance, I think. Yes, yeah. Possibly not as good. No. Um, I have got information on his life, be- well, a bit of information about his life before Alien. Do we know anything about Ash's just... it, It's very vague. All it says is Ash was a Hyperdyne Systems 120A slash 2 synthetic. Uh, that's only that's retconned. Yeah, oh, this is aliens. all retconned. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, that was created for Wayland Utani Corporation in the early part of the 22nd century. Little is known about his activities prior to 2122, but when the company detected and partially decoded the transmission coming from the derelict on LV426, Ash was assigned to the Nostromo to ensure the retrieval of the alien creature they knew would likely to be found there. Ash replaced the vessel's existing science officer who had previously served with Captain Dallas on several occasions two days before the ship left Thedas. After takeoff, Ash performed routine health checks on the crew, including Jones, the ship's cat, before they entered hypersleep for the journey home. So do you All think right? he, um, he stuck a thermometer up Jones's butt? All that stuff was yeah. down to Ash, yes. 
So in the film then, um, we first see him asleep in his pod to the right of Kane. You can quite clearly but see the, Ian the, Holm the fair, Well, I was going to say, we've got other questions, but the first question is then, um, I'm presuming he's, he's only in hypersleep for the benefit of appearances. I did wonder yeah. if a bit like, you know, David yeah. in the uh, in in the later films that, was he up and about and I he think, knows that they're yeah. just about to wake up so he gets back in the pod. Cuz what what's really um what's really eerie, yeah, is that I think he probably was up and about before they woke up and he's just gone back in like yeah, 5 minutes before. Yes, absolutely. Um, That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't need an atmosphere. He doesn't need heating. Um, he but does he need to eat? I mean, well, in this drinks, film, but, yeah. he drinks. Well, the first time we see him, he comes into the galley when all the others are having yeah. breakfast. He's he is uh, chewing. He's not part of it. He's he's eating cornflakes or yeah. something. He comes in with a bowl of something, and yeah. he is eating something. Um, I like to think that. Because we, we see him drinking a glass of milk, don't we? And I yep. like to think that he's not meant to drink, but he drunk anyway. And then when he goes, he gets his head knocked off. That's the milk didn't have anywhere to go. It's just been sat there and gone. Oh, gone manky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, because one of the interesting things in that uh, otherwise very very poor Alien Three Gibson uh, version is um, is that uh, Bishop actually says that. Uh, the the, uh, the androids don't like hypersleep because they're confined, but they're awake for all of it. They they don't they can't be put to sleep, so they generally like so wander. They about have the to ship get in the pod. They have to be yeah. seen to get to get into the pod, but then they're trapped in the pod, so they yeah. just lay there. They just lay there. They wonder they get mental. Um, so yeah, I think I think Ash has been moving about. Um, and and he's just got he's literally nipped back in before they they wake up, which is really eerie, isn't it? Because I can imagine him, you know, looking down and perving on the the, the you know the the inhabitants of the uh, sleep cryogenic place. Well, Alan Dean Foster in the novel has it that he is asleep for uh, the whole yeah, duration. The, the whole thing is because we're again we're not watching this as it was originally intended aren't we it's meant to be watched once and it's a mystery so the whole thing about ashes you're not you're meant to think he's a human and it's a shock yeah. at the end so yeah of course the book goes through and this is this is the 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 reason that alan dean foster tends to to muck these things up a little bit he did the same in the thing where he will he will ascribe thoughts to characters regardless of whether those thoughts make sense with later events. So, like, in the thing, you've got Palmer acting like he's human 20 seconds before he's exposed as a thing, even though he's a thing at that point. So why would he be having human thoughts? And this, again, you buy all the rubbish of uh, you don't know you're a thing, which just seems yeah. pointless to me. Um and I think he does the same with Ash. He's trying to. He, he he sows a few suggestions, doesn't he? That if you if you read it after, you know he's a robot. So he's sort of saying about Ash's dreams were the most regulated of all of them, and that if they could have known what was in Ash's mind, they might have been surprised and all this. Um, 
but yeah, I, it, it is a weird thing because because he's been he's been put on the ship two days before they left Thedas, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He, yep. he he replaced the existing uh, science officer. Now we also know that Ripley came aboard for this this trip, but we don't know we don't know how long they were up and about, uh, you know, picking up the refinery and that. So. But yeah, he's definitely a, a last-minute replacement. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because, like you say, later on we see that his station has his name on and things like that. It's like, well, they were quick to do that. They were yes. quick to put that stuff on. Well, um, it is the future. It is the future. They had futuristic Dymo machines, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he... he um, for all, in, all intents and purposes to the audience, he's human, isn't he, for this beginning bit? Well, I thought we'd play a game today. Look for where we get our very first tip-off yeah. that things aren't quite right with Ash. Well, there's lo- lots of weird things that suggest either he's off his trolley or, or, <laughs> in it, or there's something wrong, so he does lots of little things. Yeah, I mean, he he could equally be the rimmer character yeah. that no one likes because, yeah, yeah. Because, he's just yeah. socially inept yeah yeah because because like in the first couple of scenes we see that parker certainly dislikes him um no one seems to respect him much he obviously has a beef with ripley so yeah, yeah. he could be just the ah. Uh, i suppose in a in a lesser film he would be the arsehole company officer yeah, he wouldn't have been yeah. the rob- the making him a robot. I know it was a last minute decision; it wasn't in any individual scripts, etc. But it is a work of genius. It yes. elevates, it elevates this character amazingly. Because yeah, he could for most of the film he could just be the Burke style of character, the the company arsehole. I mean, he for most of the film he might not even need to be in league with Wayland Yatani. Yeah, he could just be uh, a you know, uh, uh, a bit of an ass. Yeah. A vaguely incompetent arsehole. I mean, Ash is a creation of uh, Walter Hill and David Geiler. Yeah. And what you've just said there totally contradicts Dan O'Bannon. Dan O'Bannon didn't like the fact that Ash no, is a no, robot. I, um, I, I, I mean, I, I've got huge respect for Dan O'Bannon, but almost every interview I see with him where he's saying about stuff, I don't agree with him. No, on most of his, I think if if it was down to Dan O'Bannon, this film would have been a would have been a forgettable Roger Corman piece of yeah crap. Dan Dan O'Bannon would have it that yeah, Ash is just an arsehole science officer. Yeah, um, Dan O'Bannon uh, considers Ash is what Dan O'Bannon called the Russian spy, uh, which is a plot element you used to get in a lot of thrillers where yeah. somebody is not what they seem and they turn out to be a Russian spy yeah. and on the audio. Tommy. Yeah, and the uh, the audio commentary he cites Fantastic Journey, you know the Donald yeah. Pleasance character being the Russian spy, and he says I don't want the, a, a subplot. I just want I I want to focus on the fact that the sub is small in a body. I don't want the subplot of the Russian spy. So that's what he considered Ash to be the Russian spy. Yeah, the trouble is, and it's a it's a valid way of doing it, but. Even even something like you know, there's a reason it's called drama. Even something like 2001 has to throw in a, a villain, more or less, in the form of Hal. Mm. A straight sci-fi story just wouldn't 
be audience pleasing. No, if you've just got the one yeah. plot and you have no subplot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um if he is this if if we if, if we just view him, this is the fun part, isn't it? You know, yeah. you, we, we we watch it now knowing that Ash is a robot, but if you watch it as he is a socially inept person, you get that right from the get-go. He he arrives late to breakfast when he sits down and he's eating his breakfast. He's not listening to anyone. No. He's actually looking up at those TV monitors that are above the table. And yeah, which, which, yeah, which is a good. Um, it's 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 a nice bit of uh, characterization, this, isn't it? Because if he is human, then he's only joined the crew two days in their time, two days ago. Yeah, he wouldn't be mixing in. No. You know, we've all been there, haven't we? We've all been that awkward kid at school in a new year that has no friends. Um, yeah, I, it's it's a great thing, and also his his appearance suggests the the bookworm mm. not fitting in. I mean, wearing long sleeved long underwear under a work under shirt. his crisp yeah. blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a that's a look, isn't it? The others are truckers in space, yeah. aren't they? They are dressed as yeah. truckers in space, but no, not Ash. I get I'd... the feeling that Ash would um, his his trousers are bloused into his boots per regulation, sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I looking now when he's looking up at the monitors, it could be taken that yeah, he, he just doesn't know these people. He is a bit of a loner. Yeah. Uh, he's the new boy, um, but also you can interpret it that he's wait. He knows the signal's just about to come from mother, and he's waiting for it. Um, you know, yeah. because oh, he knows oh, it's coming. Yeah, hundred percent. He's he knows that's coming. He's probably programmed that himself. Yes. You know, and then when uh, when it appears that Dallas hasn't seen it because Dallas is, as we know, a terrible captain and isn't. He just wants his coffee. Ash has to remind him, isn't it? Yep, yep. Um, and and it's very telling the way when Dallas gets up and he says, "Yep, for my eyes only." Ash gets up and leaves. His yeah. only function was to make sure that um, Dallas, you know, goes and sees mother. Yep. Which um, could be because, depending, I mean, you don't, you don't have to, but there could be a, another way into uh, mother because later on. There's absolutely, other than it's a great jump scare, there's absolutely no way Ash can get in when Ripley's in there without absolutely that door noise. Yeah. So I reckon he's he's gone to his sort of hidden bit or that he knows of, and he's probably overhearing or watching Dallas. It's going to be yeah. like in an Abbott and Costello yeah. or um, the old Dark House. There's going to be like two little holes, and you can yeah. see his eyes peering well, you through. Know, yeah, you know. Um, you know all the lights in there. If they'd have panned round a bit, there'd be just two dark ones. Two dark ones. Eyes. And <laughs> his eyes are there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he's up on the bridge, but takes yep. no part in trying to figure out where they are. Um, and um, yeah, when you know Dallas convenes a meeting, um, he's sat in Parker's seat, isn't he? And yep. um, you know, apologises to Parker. Uh, that is so rude, Parker. You know, you, you know, brushing off the uh, the remains of Ash. Yeah, I suppose there, was there Ash left on the seat? I suppose. Well, I there was a, a Starlog did a, 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 a whacked out review of the film, and it was looking at the uh, the um, 
like the the sexual nature of of the film and that, which is you know undoubtedly it's this it's sexual throughout in one form or another. But it, this guy was sort of just plucking pluck, plucking things out of the air. So basically, he was sort of saying that um, he goes, "Why is um, why is Kane when he's in the medical bay in some sort of uh, BDSM?" Garment. Oh, you said about this yeah. before. And it said, yeah. is it because he's British? Yeah, because we're all into that, aren't we? Um, and then with Ash, he said about, uh, does Ash actually leave an ashy residue because Parker wipes it off? The... <laughs> and it's like, no, he's, it's just Parker being an utter ass. I love the fact, again, though, uh, Ian Holm, being British, apologises yes. for yes. it. It's like, don't apologise, Ash. <laughs> I, I... Ash, Ash, I mean... Alien has, you know, amazing characters and they're yep. all fantastic. But always, even before we started doing this podcast, my eye is drawn to Ash each yep. time. Because Ian Holmes' performance is one of those performances uh, where they they yep. are fantastic characters, but Ian Holm, that is a real person there. You yes. know, he's just mesmerizing. Well, I can't this, take my yeah, eyes off of him. The, all, every performance in this film is great. But to give you an idea because he's up against some real hard hitters I think Ian Holm is by a country mile the, the best performance in this film. I love Parker Parker is my favourite character but I think Ian Holm with what he does with it and it is quite a thinly written part mm. is amazing and he's, he's by far the best actor in this film his body language yeah, is perfect. is just incredible. Yeah. I I it, I don't know how much of it is Ridley Scott stage direction or Ian Holm deciding I'm a robot, I'm yeah. going to act this way. But it I I've never been able to take my eyes off of him. And He's, this yeah, scene, you're drawn um, to him in every scene. It's yeah, amazing. This scene when Dallas breaks the news that they're not yeah. home yet. If you look at Ash, he's 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 wandering around. He's looking at the floor. Um, he doesn't look at anyone except Dallas when, yep. you know, um, um, Dallas, you know, uh, just says, look, we've got to do this and everything. And then he gets his very first classic piece of dialogue. Yep. So what? <laughs> we are obligated on the section. I hate to bring this up, but uh, this is a commercial ship, not a rescue ship. Right. And it's not my contract to do this kind of duty. And what about the money? If you want to give me some money to do, I'd be happy to. Yeah, Let's right. go over the bonus situation. We never can we, can we just talk about the bonus situation? Sorry, can I say something? Let's talk about the bonus situation. There is a clause in the contract which specifically states any systematized transmission indicating a possible intelligent origin must be investigated. I want to hear it. We don't know it's intelligent. I want to go home and party. Parker, will you just listen to the man? A penalty of total forfeiture of shares. You got that? <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going in. Yeah, we're going in. Because he says, well, can I say something, and starts talking about clauses um, in the contract, and Parker tries shutting him down. Yeah. Parker doesn't want to hear it, and the only reason Parker finally gets, you, 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 you know, on, on, on side on it is no money. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the way he just goes, no yeah. money. Because he, know, yeah, he, he knows that that's the only thing that will get through to Parker. Parker's not going to do this for, you know, the science or 
to be a hero or for the 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 fact that they might rescue someone it's yeah and it's not here's extra money it's got to be the threat that you will lose the money you're getting yeah and it's the way yeah yeah, the way way Ian Holmes says it there is a specific clause which specifically states total forfeiture of shares I've watched this film so much I love perfect on it I love Ian Holmes treats everyone on board as if he's talking to an idiot yeah or a child Or, or a customer (laughs) <laughs> if you've ever worked in retail, I, I just I think his performance is is perfection. You know, when he's talking about perfect organism, he's talking about himself. He's, yeah. This is a this is a perfect, perfectly pitched performance, and I love it that like later on there's thing stuff he says, and and he's embarrassed saying it because he knows it's made up and rubbish, but he knows that like Ripley can't you know say anything against it because he. It's, it's what, like, what's she yeah, going to say? Yeah. I don't believe you. He's going to go. Well, prove it then. Yeah, it's like it's like when I get the same reaction when I take my car in and they say something's wrong and I go, "Well, what does that mean?" And you just get that. <sighs> <laughs> they know there's no point in them saying. They might as well say the the wibbly flan just come off the flopperdob, and I'll be, "Oh, uh, really? Mm. Yeah, he, he he is perfect in it. But yeah, it's yeah. nice as well. You watch him in these early scenes, and he's there steering. But also ready to step in if some if anything might cause them to go the other way. He like with Parker, he's ready to step in mm. to say, no, 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 follow this course, follow yep. this course. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay, he's part of that wonderful ADR dialogue that we get when they're going to go yep. down to the planetoid. Um, he's got an awful lot of lines <coughs> there. But uh, yeah, let's now talk about Jones the cat. All right, okay. Jones the cat. After Ash says equatorial orbit, orbit nailed, nailed. Yeah. we presumably we get a cut and we're presumably cut to the screen he's looking at because he's yeah. looking at a screen oh, as he says that. Oh, do you think this that. is a classic uh, Ridley Scott? I don't give a crap about continuity. I'll just exactly use the shot. because ah, okay. because he's looking at a screen. It yeah. cuts as he says that to a screen, and to the right of the screen is a photo of a cat. Yes, right now. It's either black and white or sepia, I can't tell, and it's a kitten. So, presumably that is a photo of Jones when he was I a think kitten. So, yeah. Okay, but is it Ash's screen for that mm. reason that you've just given? Good, good point. Um, if it I is think, yeah, Ash's I think screen... I we, we can't, as, as, as film reviewers, we have to go with what's shown on screen. We can't, we can't allow for the fact that Ridley Scott uh, would use any old shot as you know, this is a nightmare of continuity. This film, just to get a reaction. So if it, yeah, you might be right. It might be Ripley's station that they filmed. I think it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can explain it. I mean, but I like it to think it's odd. Ash's cat. Yeah, but could it have been the previous science officers? Because as you say, could only be, yeah. two yeah. days or three yeah. days before they took off, there was yeah. a different science officer. So, so um, what, what are the options here? So we've got it's Ripley's cat. Which does I mean, she's the only one that really shows it. Later on, she comes back for it, but that's more of a plot point. I mean, if anything, Brett shows it more. Yeah, but Brett's Brett's not on no. the bridge. Yeah, and he's not. Scene. He's, he's down not. In well, the he's not a bridge room. officer, and he's not. I, he doesn't appear very catty to me. Parker? No, it's not Parker's cat. Um, so yeah, it could be Ripley's. Could be. Um, well, shortly we get yeah. a shot of 
um, Ash at his station, yeah. and you, you you know he's got that window in but front of him, and, and it, you can see the planetoid. Yeah, that photo has gone. It's not there. All right. Okay. So probably okay. You're you're probably one hundred percent right, given the the history of this film that that shot is not Ash's, but it's no. made out to be Ash's. So I think here's my theory. See if it fits. I'll I'll run up the flagpole. See if you salute it. Um, it's Ash's cat. He brought it on board with him. He put the photo up. It's an android. We talked about yeah, this it's, before, it's didn't pro- we? Yeah, it's programmed. Everything it does, it does because it's it leads Brett away. It separates everyone. It distracts Ripley at the correct time. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think it's uh, Ash and his android cat. He's a Wayland Utani. Yeah. Uh, plant, isn't he? I reckon yeah. if you looked at his little toe beans, parted the fur, there's a W on him. <laughs> a W on one yeah. side and a Y on the other foot. Although, yeah. to be fair, I um, I think you're absolutely 100% right. It's just a, it's a shot of Ripley's station. Yes, yeah. That shot where I say, you know, you can see him and he's looking out on that planet yeah. droid, something that's never really talked about, and I can't remember in Aliens, we'll have to look next time, uh, with, in fact, in the next episode, we can look at the very thing. But this planetoid that's tiny, yeah. you know, you, you you see it, it's actually near this huge ringed planet. Yes. And it's in the middle between a much smaller, uh, smaller than it, planetoid and another planetoid but do we see that ring planet in aliens i can't I remember whether we think do. so i think there's there's a because aliens does rewrite a fair bit of stuff and i think aliens was the point where rather than being almost a meteoroid lv426 because they say it's it's, it's only the 1.2 like kilometers or yeah, something which is not you know that's not a lot well, and, then and the is, yeah, <laughs> about the, half the, the size of it. Two hours long. Yeah. Um, but that that seems to have been ignored and forgotten from aliens onwards. It's like, no, it's a planet. And I, but yeah, it's it's not. It's a. I mean, it could be artificial. Yeah. We don't know. I tell you what. Drifted into this system. Well, you know, if it's a planetoid, it's like, isn't that what they call Pluto now? Pluto Pluto's now, not yeah. a planet. Pluto is a big planetoid. enough to be a planet. Yeah. No, so it has a different orbit to the yep. rest of the planet. So therefore, if this is a planetoid, by the time you get round to aliens, the orbit of that, you know, yeah, ring planet has moved. Yeah. You know, yeah, you could, they could just be right. because it's very <coughs> specific. That shot where you see the tiny Nostromo, it's a bit. 2001 all yeah. the planets are in alignment aren't they yeah because we, we there's a question when we come when we get to the film aliens is why would Wayland yutani choose that insignificant lump of rock that's only 1.2 to do terraforming on when they know that there's a derelict yeah. there well well that's the only reason isn't it is that but then again but they've that been there for ages yeah and nobody has been sent yeah, out no, to that's what check I mean. it. it doesn't you, you would think if that was the case, they would have the first people out there under the auspices of no, no, we're, authorities, no, no, we're going to um, terraform it. They'd have gone straight to the yeah. derelict. So yeah, it's it's all a bit hand wavy and don't think too much about it, isn't it? Yeah. Again, yeah. whenever you complicate a very simple story, you, that's what happens, doesn't it? Run into the danger of uh, of of this. But for this for this film, yeah, it's a tiny little planetoid 
I yes. do love this scene when when Ash is going through it and he's going, "Oh, it's almost primordial." Ah, uh, that's coming up. I was just yeah. about to say we, we've got more great, great lines and great delivery from Ian Holm in that scene. We can't go anywhere in this. Mm-hmm. Well, Mother says the sun's coming up in twenty minutes. How far are we from the source of transmission? Uh, northeast, just under two thousand meters. Walking distance. <laughs> oh. Give me an atmospheric. Yes. in a nitrogen high concentration of carbon dioxide, crisp methane, working on the trace elements. Anything else? Rock, lava base. Deep cold, well below the line. Mm-hmm. Mother, he says. Mother says the sun's coming up in 20 minutes. And um, I, th- Ash... I think is is a chameleon. He's sort of like you know he 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 looks around him to see how he's got to behave because yes. when Kane says walking distance, if you look at Ash, he smiles, but he only smiles after Dallas has laughed. Yeah, you know, I th- it's I like right. he's, he's taking the human cues yeah. off of other people how to act. Yeah, because I think he, he will... is just socially awkward. He doesn't know yeah. what to do. He's a robot. Yeah, I don't. I think he's. He's the sort, like, if, if someone says a joke and your boss laughs at it, you'll always get a few people that will laugh because the bosses laugh. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he's taken his cues from Dallas how to behave with these people. Yeah, he only smiles yeah. after Dallas laughs. Um, and, I, again, I love his delivery. The whole, oh, it's almost primordial. Yeah. And when he's read, and and all he's doing is reading off the elements, uh, yeah. and, but it's fascinating and it's wonderful um, his delivery. I've always misheard him, right? When he goes, and I like his face when he does it. When he goes deep cold, you know, well, well below, below the line. Yeah. I always thought in the cinema days, coal, um, yes, yeah. I thought he says deep coal, well below the line, i.e., deep coal. Coal is deep down in the yeah. planetoid I, if I, they want to refine it. I always did. Oh, yeah. you did too. I did. Yeah, exactly. So I thought it was deep coal, well below the line. Oh, so it's oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's below. I'm the not. Line I'm not the only one then. Because I because I assumed like they're they're gathering minerals in their refinery. Of course, they're going to be interested in whether this has got coal on it. The trouble is for it for the planetoid to have coal. Coal is formed out of organic matter. Yeah, being compressed. That's been compressed. So yeah, how did this tiny plant? So yeah, it. Uh, my understanding now, it, but I'll still. Sometimes you'll say it, and I'll. Yep, you're saying cold. Mm. But no, it's, it's deep cold, as in deep cold. Yeah, yes. you're gonna need your spacesuits. Yes, yeah. So up to this point, if we just, you know, if you don't know that Ash is a robot, and you're, you're, you're picking up on things, you're picking up on things because you know he's socially awkward. You know, not used to mixing with people, right? Um, but and and we haven't had any indicator that something's not quite right with him. The next thing, there is definitely something up with him. This running on the spot thing yeah. that he does—it's so bizarre, isn't it? I think it was um, it was thrown in by uh, Ian Holm, wasn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, that's what really Scott yeah, said. It, it makes no sense whatsoever as a because because it you you watch it and you think because he's he's blowing into his hands like oh it's cold. And then he does this weird little run, but it's not enough to warm you up. No. You know, it's almost like um, 
I always get the feeling, you know, the old friction cars you used to get, where you had to rev them up to get them to oh, do. Oh yes, anything? yeah, yeah. I always think, is he is he like that? Is he is he's got to rev up his power cell? Because there's no one yeah. there, so no one it's there, not no. a performance that he's putting no. on for somebody. There's no need for him to do that. Well, perhaps his joints go a bit manky in the cold, and he was just freeing them up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but yeah, it's maybe he's just moving that thing. milk out but of his joints. It could be. Yeah, he's going, bloody hell, this milk is not sitting properly. <laughs> um, but it's so brilliant because, again, I can remember the first time I watched this, thinking, "This is—he's playing it like you—you're meant to go. What's going on? Mm. You know, I'd have loved to have seen this, not knowing that it was a robot. Yeah, I can't <laughs> anymore unless someone you know clouts me on the head." And I lose some memory, but yeah, I'd love to have, have seen this not knowing that secret. Yeah, we we, we should say yeah. to anyone late to the game. Yeah, Ian and I, um, when we finally watched Alien, we had read the book and got the photo novel, so we yes. knew exactly what was going to happen. We yeah. just hadn't seen it moving. Our um, horrible little nerdy fanboy selves ruined it. Fanboys, aren't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Straight after that scene. We haven't really discussed it. We never discussed it on Dallas or Kane or Lambert. But I love that shot um, where the three of them are in the airlock in their spacesuits. All is silent, silent and calm. And then the door opens. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's all noise and wind yeah. and chaos well, the, outside. The I think that's is, terrific. It's great, isn't it, on this? It's great. Sounds great. And especially... Um, uh, if you know if you've if you've got it and you've got a surround sound system, bung it on. It's it's amazing. Um, but yeah, I I also like and this again throws up a question because he does that thing where he he's in his bubble and he, he's going um, like good signal on my part and then he he waves at them through he's, the screen. He, Can he they does see this... him? Yeah, because he does a big smile. And he does that. Yeah, he doesn't wave. He wiggles his fingers. He wiggles his fingers. Yeah, like, Hello, like you with a baby or a cat. Hello. Yes. But I'm yes. thinking, they, in their helmets, have they got a little picture of Ash sat there, you know, grinning at them. No, this blister, yeah. this bubble, as you say, that he's in, it's on the underside because you can yeah. see one of the legs, can't you? Um, so, so he can see them. He's not looking at the monitor. He can see them. When they come back, he notices them. Uh, that's not a monitor. Oh, right. So, I thought so, he was looking at the monitors because he says no, good no, signal no, on no, my he, part. No, yeah. no, he's looking down. Oh, his right. monitor so he's is up. He's actually just waving at them through the window. He's waving at them yeah. down on the ground. Presumably, yeah. they're looking up at him, but we don't see that yeah. shot. You know? So All right. He's, um, he's, wa- he's, waving at, uh, he's waving at Ridley Scott's kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um... Two seconds in. I've just got to go to the other room. One thing yep, I, okay. I wanted to talk about is this blister, this bubble, right. where, where it the is, hell is on. It? Yeah, um, and I've completely forgotten to bring in my alien blueprint books. Oh, uh, right, hang okay. on one second, you and the listener. I'll be back in two seconds. Hang on. I'll tell you what, my headset and microphone is very much like the little headsets that they're wearing up on the uh, on the deck of the Nostromo. Oh, right. Yeah. Does that now that worries me because that suggests that your headset is circa 1979. <laughs> you got have you got an old headset? It, yes, indeed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. Let me just have a look look, look through. Because um, again, um, we know from uh, we know from various sources, including our old chum Martin Bauer, um, that the the model of the Nostromo doesn't necessarily match. It doesn't anything I, that you see full size or even other model shots well that side yeah. window um, 
of the, of the cockpit um, is, um, you know, I mean, that's a, um, that, that, that's actually the window off of a, like, 124 scale model, isn't it, on yeah. its side. But that doesn't... That, Match, that, that, no. It doesn't match at all. The bridge, the bridge is far wider than what the model suggests. It. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. It's a nightmare of, uh, of of continuity, let's say this film. But uh, you accept it. Yep. Yep. You right, accept I've it. Like got it. a nightmare, wouldn't you? Really? Yep. I've got the blueprint. It's uh, it's called a C, It's the Sea Deck Observation Blister Port. All right, and it's immediately in front of the front leg of the Nostromo. Oh, right. So it, the Nostromo's got two at the back and one at the front, hasn't it? It wouldn't surprise me because we know that in the original scripts there was meant to be a top bubble. That well, that was for the love Kane. scene, yeah, wasn't Kane it? Yeah, was meant to float past in a quite mysterious way. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me that, that the origin of this bubble is that it was that and Ridley Scott went, ah, oh, that's a great idea. But bung it on the underside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, he does his uh, little wave thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, again, um, who is the performance for? When Dallas says, you know, uh, the signal is breaking up, he says, shit, doesn't I he? I think it's for him because he doesn't want the signal to break up. He wants to see all this. Doesn't he? He's... Because they could... They could the signal could break and they could between them go let's not go in okay you know let's not go in and Ash would need to be there to say no no you've got to go in yeah so but I think he's saying it to himself it's a genuine he's frustrated because but that's a very human to reaction to come up with an expletive yeah. that's not an android thing and that raises the question and it's a question the producers of the film could never decide on is does Ash know that he's a robot or not I think he does, but if he if he doesn't, he's got a bloody shock when his human. head comes off, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, it's you know. Bloody hell! What, I'm a robot. I'm um, a robot. Why is my head separate spaghetti. from my body? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if he's a if he is a um, a replicant, then he's more human than human, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think he's. I think they're built like this. I mean, you can't. I don't think you can build something that can pass as a human. That wouldn't at least have thought patterns like a human. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, he's he is. That's a genuine frustration, and some some poor programmer has has created that entire shit submarine routine to yeah. uh, it's like with a, 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 an if and and where statement. Mm. All right, we've got more brilliance from Ian Holm when Ripley tells yes. him she doesn't think it's an SOS. I, I love his... Yeah. Uh, what's the point? And his well, facial expression. Yeah, it's so good, this, because we're so used to... Uh, in any other film, it would be, we've got to do this, we can't, why? Blah, 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 blah. And he's, he's just like, uh, what's the point? You yeah. know, he, he just cuts straight to the argument. And Ripley's got no comeback for that. No. Whereas if he had gone with, like... Um, trying to explain it well by the time we get dressed we do this we go that we do is it yeah what's the point Ripley yeah go back to playing with the cat um I'm surprised he doesn't stop Ripley from putting the message through whatever it is I see you or whatever I don't I don't has he got such contempt for her intellect he doesn't think that she'll be able to figure it out or know what to do I've got a big question about Ripley's uh, abilities later on in this show yeah (laughs) um, 
final girl uh, status, isn't it? Because uh, the other thing is, he Ripley should be suspicious, really, because she goes, uh, Ash, I've I've translated some of the message. Uh, it doesn't appear to be uh, uh, an SOS. What is it? It's a warning. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't if you were Ripley, you would expect him to go. Well, what's it say? Yeah, he's not yeah. interested at all. So it's like, again, little bits thrown in where it's like Ripley should at that point be going. Why isn't something's he interested? Wrong. He's the yeah, science officer for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that wipe um, from his face. He's sort of like rubbing his forehead, yeah. and 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 we don't get. I it's think this the might be the only. Turning. Yeah. Oh. I think this might be the only wipe there yeah. is in the film where it where, where where it wipes from you know his profile shot to uh, the derelict. Yeah. Um, um, we got to fast forward now to. Um, so, um, talking of wipes, totally unconnected. Um, I was watching uh, the original Star Wars the other day, and um, the only Star Wars really. Uh, the, the amount of wipes in that is so it's annoying after a while. <laughs> it's because you're not used to them anymore. It's like that's true. Yeah, no one uses them anymore. It's like um, when you first get After Effects and you use every crazy wipe going in a two-minute video. Yeah. It's like, oh, George Lucas, just stop it. But anyway, I digress. Okay, we'll move forward to the facehugger reveal when they crack the helmet open. Um, And you have this fabulous... It's oh so simple. I mean, you know, that is the Roger Dickin um, uh, facehugger. Yeah. And the tightening of the tail is as simple as they've got a bit of yes. string on the end of it. <laughs> this just, is, um, and they just pull yeah. it. This is again an absolute nightmare for continuity or anything like that because we've got so many things in this that don't make any sense. Because it's like they they cut off the helmet. Which I love that cut out the noise it yep. makes, and they pop it off, and it's like, where's his um, where's his leather under helmet gone? Yes. Also, that 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 the 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 clear part isn't clear. It looks like it's made no. out of ice. It looks like it's about two feet thick. Yeah. You know, it's not a thin piece of glass. Is and it? I love the fact that they they use that little cutter that's got like at best a one inch cutting depth on the wheel, and it cuts through everything on that helmet. Yeah. And there was no internal stuff on that helmet. It's just a, a thing. And then later on in the medical bay, I mean that the background of the medical scanner is an absolute nightmare. And mm. at one at one point, <laughs> they've just they've just like put up diffusion sheets that you can see clearly. Um, yeah, it's just it's a terrible thing. And then like in a couple of shots in this, it's obvious that that Ian Holm isn't wearing anything under that gown. No, no, no. He he he's, yeah. he's that's backless, and yeah. you can see his back, can't you? Do you think Dallas was going, you don't have to take your shirt off? Yes, I do. <laughs> I have to. But what about your trousers and pants? There's no need. Yes! <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and the whole... Because obviously there's no... We haven't got... There were there was meant to be shots, wasn't there, with um, the, the, the face hugger ripping canes and blood dripping out. Well, Dallas thin, says it, yeah. it's tearing yeah. his scalp, doesn't But we don't doesn't see it. it. It doesn't happen we don't. on the screen, yeah. It's tearing his scalp. So, no, it's not. It's just strangling him. But they shouldn't be worried about that because we know it's not going to strangle him. Mm. I mean, it's keeping him alive. Yeah. No, they don't um, at this point, no. I do like the uh, uh, the novelization that goes into more detail that they f- that when they scan him, there's a, a black spot on the, the scanner. Mm. 
and he does this great thing where he it's goes and blocking says, the view, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he says, "Oh, it's a, it's one of the uh, the emitters, so I could take it apart." But and Dallas goes because Dallas is crap captain. Uh, he goes, "Nah, I don't bother about it." But I always think on this because we don't get any of that in this. It's like, why wouldn't they see the face hugger or the chest burster forming? Mm. You know, are they all that dim? <laughs> mm. Well, Ash isn't, but he's not going to no, admit no. to it, is he? He's, he's not, not going to say anything. Um, so, Cause Ash I, I says... also don't at this point. I because although they've had a a frighteningly specific warning about the creature, I don't think they've been warned that there's acid for blood because I think Ash appears just as surprised as everyone. Well, good God, he says, yeah, doesn't when he? When they try to know, cut the, the, the when that burst off. Yeah. yeah, we refer you to um, the Kane episode yes, um, yeah, uh, uh, regarding all the acid bits and everything. Um, when they go off and they, you know, they're tracing the acids uh, dripping down through the decks, he doesn't go with them. No. I, I, what do you think Ash is doing at that point when everyone's up, I run would, off? Yeah, I would like to think that he was looking after Kane, but I think he was probably more looking after the facehugger. Mm. I think he was, he was like, oh God, was it? And of course it quickly heals up. I yeah. like to think he was patting it. He's yeah, patting he, it. You're put, right. You're feeling all right. Putting a plaster on it. <laughs> Stitching it up. Yeah. yeah. And his needle keeps dissolving. It's like, oh, I go. It's never going to work. Yeah. There's criticism of Alien that it's too slow, which I think is complete bollocks. Rubbish. I mean, this this lovely slow pan around the infirmary, and we've got Kane lying on the slab there. Do you know? Do you know what film isn't slow? Fast and Furious. And it's a pile of old shit. Yeah. So, you know, slowness yeah. doesn't matter. But it's not slow. It's thoughtful. Yes. I mean, th- as I say, yeah. this slow panning shot around the infirmary, which ends at Ash at his desk. Yeah. I mean, it, it's wonderful. This is I'm, I'm so engrossed in the film. Kids. I'm not bored. Yeah. I'm not bored by it at all. Um, big question for you. Where you see yeah. him, he's hunched over his monitor. Uh, um, up on that screen... What yep. is that? What is that? That looks like a chicken embryo to me. I think so. I th- well, I presume this is the, um, this is it, the either the internals of the facehugger or the, the chest baby burster chestburster. Yeah. It looks just like I, I reckon that's real footage of a chicken embryo. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's something like that, a chicken embryo in an X-ray. But I love it that it quickly turns it off when Ripley comes out. Ah, like, uh, but before that, I mean, you know, Ian Holmes' performance is wonderful. I love, I mean, as far as he's aware, he's by himself. I love what Ian Holmes does. He does this sort of a mouth thing before he looks at the microscope. He does something with his mouth for absolutely no reason. I love the way that when he looks in the microscope, his other eye is open. He doesn't close his other eye when he's looking. Yeah. But that is the the preferred method, isn't it? Is it? That's how we were taught at school, don't close one eye. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I, yeah. I just thought that looked odd. I'm just used to seeing people with one eye closed yeah. when they uh, 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 look at a microscope. Why is he wearing disposable gloves? Um, What's he been doing? I think it's it's probably more... I mean, come off it. We, we wear gloves when we're doing modelling. We should That's do. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's more probably so that he doesn't contaminate the face hugger and that. Oh, than right. Protects it, because they're not going to do much cop, are they? You know, you've you've brought on an alien life. I've actually um, one thing we haven't discussed. We've completely skipped over. He lets it on board. 
Oh, we, we did. We, yeah, yeah, we jumped too far. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we need to discuss that because, um, yeah, they come they come back and uh, Ripley quite rightly starts quoting regs. Um, and you got to stay outside 24 hours. Uh, yeah. Not decompression. What the hell would you call it? Decontamination. Decontamination. I know there's a D involved in it. No, it's decontam- that, that, yeah. no they have decontamination, but then it's yeah. quarantine, quarantine, isn't it? For, it yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Ash is like, uh, he just lets them in, doors open. And it's, yeah, it, at this point, you know as an audience member, this is the big flag that, what's going on? Something's up here. Yeah. Um, but again, you sort of, you could put it down to, because we've seen it in other films, in the 1950s now, he's a misguided scientist. The 50s mm-hmm. films were full of it, weren't it? Where they would, you know, Dr. Carrington in the thing. Doctor, I was thinking of exactly yeah. that person, you know, yeah. so, They so want to see what an alien creature's like that the common sense goes out the window. So you could charitably go, oh, Ash, I'll Ash, you fool. But yeah, it's, you're starting to think, and you're starting to go, oh, this guy's not quite all there. It is an also, alarm bell going off, isn't yeah. it? Also, there's only two Brits on board. One of them's the victim. This guy's got to be the villain. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, so well, thanks for reminding us we'd missed that bit. All That's right, well, happened. we'll go back to the infirmary, and yes. all of a sudden, Ripley's there. Yep. That's amazing. What is it? Oh, yes, it is. Um, I don't know yet. <coughs> Did you want something? Yes, I, uh, had a little talk. How's, uh, how's Kane? He's holding, no changes. And, uh, our guest? Oh. Hmm? Well, as I said, I'm still collating, actually, but, uh, I have confirmed that he's got an outer layer of protein polysaccharides. It's a funny habit of shedding his cells and replacing them with polarized silicon, which gives him a prolonged resistance to adverse environmental conditions. Is that enough? That's funny. What does it mean? Please don't do that. Thank you. I'm sorry. Well, it's an interesting combination of elements, making him a tough little son of a bitch. And you let him in. I was obeying a direct order, remember? Ash, when Dallas and Kane are off the ship, I'm senior officer. Oh, yes, I forgot. You also forgot the science division's basic quarantine law. No, that I didn't forget. Oh, I see. You just broke it. Huh? Look, what would you have done with Kane? Hmm? You know his only chance of survival was to get him in here. Unfortunately, by uh, breaking quarantine, you risk everybody's life. Maybe I should have left him outside. Maybe I've jeopardized the rest of us, but it was a risk I was willing to take. It's a pretty big risk for a science officer. It's uh, not exactly out of the manual, is it? I do take my responsibilities as seriously as you, you know. You do your job and let me do mine, yes? Which again, again, it's like poetry, isn't it? It mirrors, uh, What's it mirrors the later. later scene. Yeah, so Ripley's there, 
And start, immediately, she annoys me. She starts picking up his tools and fiddling with them. As a modeler, does that annoy you? Don't touch like your my missus, tool. <laughs> your missus comes in and starts picking up your scalpel and that. I don't mind my missus touching my tool, but anybody well, that's else. Fair yeah, yeah, yeah. She immediately says, uh, or asks, what that chicken thing is up yeah. on, on the screen. And he says, well, I, I don't know yet. Um, yep. And immediately turns it off, doesn't he? He doesn't want to see yeah. in it. Yeah, he doesn't um, want to think too much about that. He immediately yeah. starts to dive And I love it. it. He does a fake stretch. Yeah. It's like you do if you've got friends coming over and you want them to leave, don't it? Yeah. You do yeah. the, oh, oh, it's really late, isn't it? It's this like is, he's giving oh. out all the <laughs> yeah. signals of go away, yeah, Ripley, go away. isn't he? I don't he? want to speak to you. Yeah, he couldn't be any less verbally... Uh, or, or physically saying, just bugger off. Piss I don't off. want to talk yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. We're in my domain now. What he does, he, he says, did you want something? Yeah. And um, and he's just, he doesn't look at her while she's talking. He doesn't look at her. He's very surly. He very reluctantly is telling her yeah. what he's found out so far I, about yeah. the alien. I and, and again, one of his great, I'm explaining this to an idiot who won't even understand it when he, he's... He says, I've, I've learned one or two things about our visitor. And she goes, like what? And he goes, well, it sloughs its skin. At it's got a funny habit yeah. of da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. And he's got to then dumb it down for her. I like the way he finishes yeah. it. He, he does this little condescending smile to her. Is that yeah. enough? Or do you want yes. some more? Yeah. He's basically... Um, yeah. Uh, saying he's all very polite, as you he's, say, all very he's British. Wonderfully, yeah, I love this because this is because I I think in 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 attitude we're more like Parker, but in the way he speaks and that this is a, a quintessentially British way of speaking, isn't it? Yes, is yeah. is very polite, heavy sarcasm. At no point does Ash get angry. No. At no point does he ever raise his voice. Um, you know, he doesn't want Ripley to be there. He tells yeah. her off. He says, please don't do that when she tries looking yeah. at the microscope and says, thank you. I, I'm presuming... <laughs> He's very polite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very polite. Don't touch it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm presuming there... Even though Ripley is the warrant officer... Um, they're, they must be the similar rank. I don't think Ripley is above Ash, and I think if Ash was above Ripley, he would just order her to bugger off. Yeah. So yeah. I think they must be similar sort of ranks that neither can outrank the other. No, um, no. The nearest we get to him getting annoyed or raising his voice is, you know, Ripley says to yeah. her, him, you know, and you let him in, you yeah. let it in, and he's, oh, yes, I forgot... The 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 final when he finally looks directly at her, I think that's when he gets the most annoyed. Yeah. When he looks directly at her and says, "What would you have done?" Yeah. You know. Well, it, you it, knew his only yeah. chance was to bring him in here. Yeah, he goes because he goes down the route of, "I wanted to protect Kane," which again she can't really argue. He's so good at getting the argument that can't be argued with because he doesn't believe the regulations he forgot does he it, it, his tone no. of voice says that um, oh yeah I forgot like we, we'd all sort of say something like that but yeah he he does his voice raises a couple of octaves doesn't it a couple of yeah. decibels goes up well, what would you have me do yeah, and, and she he hasn't finishes really got it. An answer. No, and he finishes it with "You do your job, yeah. and let me <laughs> do mine." Yes, 
end of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> He's shut her down. Um, next up, right, this hunt for the facehugger. Okay. Yeah. Ash calls Dallas in the Narcissus and says something interesting has happened yeah. to Kane, right? And then we cut to the infirmary and Kane's lying there and the facehugger's got. But presumably Ash has already been in there. Ash might have even watched the facehugger, you know, get well, off of Kane and climb yeah. up. Well, our, our theory is that it didn't climb up. It it fell off and died like they have in every other film. He popped it up And there. he put up there just to scare yeah. Ripley. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's he, he, well. set, he set this scene. He knows exactly. And then he's called Dallas afterwards. Gone out, mm. you know, called him, gone outside. I got a feeling if if they had some sort of uh, phone tracing sort of thing, if Dallas had gone, where did, you know, mother, where did Ash call me from? Inside the infirmary. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. Be um, I like the fact that, you know, a lot of, you know, what Ash is doing, it's a performance, you yeah. know. Um, and when they go into the infirmary, he does this very fake exasperated hands in the air well where is it sort of yeah. gesture um to oh, the other gosh, two i've lost it i love yeah. i love though that um he has he gets really like because <laughs> ripley leaves the door open yes and he goes back yeah. and yeah you know annoyed in a yeah. kind of annoyed way presses the button and then goes back to it um when when they find the face hugger, I mean, we've got to refer you to the Dallas episode for the dialogue here. Yeah. Um, but he, he's poking around at it with that very over over engineered probe. Oh, dude, I've always wanted to make one, but if you look at it, it just can't work. It's solid. There's it's no so- way that works. It's too busy. You yeah. know. I, yeah. I mean, all he needed was a little bit of acrylic rod uh, or something. I would have I would have paid money if instead of using that, he'd use an old lolly stick. Yes. You know, with the residue good. residue of a, a a milky lolly still on a it. milky lolly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or a yeah, teaspoon. Yeah, yeah. He's British. Use a teaspoon. <laughs> so I'll yeah, Dallas episode for, yeah. for for that odd thing that uh, yes. Dallas says. But I I, I love the again his delivery of yeah. I think it's safe to assume it's not a zombie. Yep. The way Absolute he says that sarcasm. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. He, he rolls his eyes when Ripley says, "Who knows what it might do?" Now it's yeah. dead, and you. Know, <laughs> I think and, it's safe to assume it's not a zombie. Yeah, it's yeah. just perfection again. Yeah, almost every line of his is quotable. It is. It's it mad, is. It? And and the things he's doing because I think again he he's just you know simulating you know um, uh, emotion and that because when Kane says about you know uh, where are we and everything he smiles and pats Brett on the shoulder after Brett says the old yeah. Freezerinos bit. And as yeah, another it's all, drink. It's all an act. Yeah. yeah, I do love the fact that he he, he removes um, Brett or Parker's manky drink to give uh, Kane clean water. So that's such an Ash thing to do. Yes, yeah, brilliant. Um, we move to the Last Supper, and yep. there is we talked about it before, but that brilliant moment when you see Ash. And he's smiling, and he's commenting on something. We don't hear what he says, but he's yeah. smiling. He kind of like half points at something. Yeah, he's eating and he's smiling. He's yeah, and he's eating something. something. But then but all eyes, of a sudden, yeah. yeah, all of a sudden he drops the smile, yeah. and he just stares yep. hard at Kane because he's waiting. He's he knows waiting, something's yeah, going to yeah. happen, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, he might not know exactly what's going to happen, but yeah, he knows something's going to happen. 
yeah. Um, and when it does do you, start happening... Do you yeah, think... You. Um, I was going to say, do you think that he would have been better off? Perhaps he couldn't trust it, but would he... If, if the idea is to get this creature back to Wayland Yatani for studying, why didn't he want to freeze uh, Kane straight away? Yeah, because he's putting the ship in danger the longer yeah. the alien is there. Exactly. But yeah. He, yeah, but he doesn't know until it happens. We've just yeah. said I, that he's I also got acid think for he, blood. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, I also think he's, because he's an, an android that's operating as a science officer, I think he's programmed for curiosity as well. I wonder yeah. how much of this is his own... I just want to see what happens. Yeah. I want to understand this creature before I, uh, you know, yeah. I send my report back. Yeah, because he didn't know about the acid, and he doesn't no. know quite what's going to happen. What's that chicken happen thing here, he's yeah. been looking at, he knows that there's a creature yeah. gestating inside Cain. Um, and when it does start happening, he's the one who goes, this is serious, and he gets yeah. up and he helps. He tries, um, or he gets Parker to try and get that spoon into his mouth. Which is not, that's not uh, recommended policy now, is it? For not now. Someone no. having a no. spasm? Continuity goes out the window oh, with God. regards to yeah. the orange juice or whatever that is, the stains on his uh, shirt. One minute it's yeah. there, one minute it's not, one minute he's got blood, one minute he hasn't. Um, yeah, because again, this is this has been put together from like three takes, hasn't it? Yes, so, yeah. uh, understandable. I love his. Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Don't touch it! <laughs> say, don't touch it! Yes. And and just he he looks as stunned as everyone else yeah. when the chestburster has uh, scuttled across the table. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he's like, ooh, I love. Yeah, I love that when Parker picks up the. Uh, the butter knife and he's like don't touch it for God's sake don't touch it what is he hoping what is he think he's going to spread it or something <laughs> you, you, if ever you've used one of those knives to try and get into a, a sealed packet or something you just can't they're useless no. I don't yeah, know what he's yeah. hoping for I've never noticed before um, but when they're all you know in the room just before Kane's body is ejected he walks away he leaves the room he, yeah. he, I, I guess he's he, he sees there's no point he's in off. being there. He's off to make some notes, I think. Yes. Um, move forward. He's designed a tracking device. Yeah. I th- again, know. this is this should be a, a big red flag for the crew, shouldn't it? That like literally, we're thinking what a couple of hours have passed, if yeah. that. And he's come up. He's like, I've knocked up this tracker, and it looks like something that's been factory produced. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's got a brilliant eye roll when Ripley says, oh, what does it key it. on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his delivery of micro changes in air, air density. density. Yeah, he doesn't believe it at all. <laughs> I love the fact it's like he's daring her to say anything. It? It's like, what are you going to say? Yeah. yeah. And like I say, he's mesmerizing. When, when he um, he's sat on a counter in the background and he's just sat there but when Dallas starts saying right and he gets the blueprints of the air ducts out this is what we're going to do he jumps down and he's got this like eager looking look, look on his face yeah wait we because uh, I think we jumped a bit because that's just before they're going to look in the air ducts for it yes uh, but yeah Brett Brett gets killed yeah but it, the, he's nowhere yeah. in any of that no is he? but he he's the one that says Kane's son no, that's coming up now. Yeah. This is yeah. No, it's just after um, Dallas is looking at the blueprints. Parker keeps going on about it's huge. It was, yeah. a, it was like like a man, and that's when he says, "Kane's son." Yes, which again I've misheard all these years. 
I've always thought he said he's gained some. Oh, wait. He's put on I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's gained in size. I've yeah. never, ever heard Kane's son before. Which is hmm. very flowery for an android, isn't it? It is, rather, yeah. Um, somebody reacts to it. Don't, don't, I think it's Lambert. We cut to Lambert yeah. for a reaction to that. Um, and, you know, you're the science offer. Can you, officer, can you recommend anything? And he goes, well, you know, it's adapted well to our atmosphere, but most animals, you know, retreat from fire, so maybe we can try that. Do you think he's reluctant to, to offer up yeah, this piece I think of information? So, yeah. Well, he, 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 he basically gives them information that a two-year-old could have worked yeah. out isn't it so i think yeah he's he knows it's not it's not uh amenable to to being burnt that ain't gonna work so i think he's yeah at this point he's sent them on a sort of wild goose chase isn't he yeah we could ch- try yeah. changing the temperature fire most things retreat from fire don't they yeah mm. I, I i think he knows it's not gonna or he suspects it's not going to. No. I wonder how much tracking he's got of the alien at this point. Does he I reckon know he's got another track. Yeah, yeah, I reckon he does. Yeah, I reckon he does. Um, he has no part in the whole Dallas no, airshaft we, we scene. Don't, yeah, we don't. He's with Ripley, but the camera yeah. is always on Ripley talking to Dallas. Uh, but Do you he think is if it her. had pulled back, he's behind her flicking her Vs and things? <laughs> Doing yeah. faces behind her. Yes, yes. Um, we have a crucial moment when Ripley, te- after Dallas is, has died, uh, we have this crucial moment when Ripley tells Ash to go with Parker to refuel the flamer. Yeah. But Parker says no, and don't follow me. Um, I think we've discussed this before. What would have Ash done if he had to go with Parker? Would he have, uh, have killed Parker? No, I think what? he would have. They would. He would have just gone with him. To... I don't think at this point the crew pose no threat to the alien so I think he, he would have just gone along he would have gone and helped him fuel up the stuff yeah. he does get he does get the line that I use regularly with people which is when she says about um, why can't you do more and he goes I'm still collating yeah that's coming love up that. now yeah but ju- that line. just that before that yeah just before that there's a, a deleted scene isn't there the scene where Parker spots the alien yes, at yeah. the airlock, and that yeah. was partly filmed, wasn't it? We've got the, well, this, the Ripley yeah, this, and the this Lambert. Is the, this thing. is the script reason why uh, Parker didn't want, other than the fact that Parker hates Ash. But had Ash gone with him, this this next bit couldn't happen because yeah, it was meant to be that Parker stumbles across. I still, I I would love to see this scene, but I don't think it would work because. In the book, it's it's like uh, Parker's uh, looking down this long corridor and he sees a big open... And it's like, these these spaces don't exist in what we've seen. I don't see how the the no. uh, alien could be having a look round in that tiny little area before the airlock. Mm. You know, so I don't think it would have worked. But yeah, it's, Parker's meant to spot the alien. He calls up to the bridge... Uh, and gets them to open the airlock doors. The alien goes in, and then just as they're going to close the doors and eject it, Ash sets off a klaxon, so mm-hmm. the alien jumps out. His arm gets ripped off. Uh, everyone, the, it starts to decompress, which is why Ripley's got a bloody nose That's, that's the continuity yeah. error of why has Ripley exactly, got a bloody yeah. nose. That's a leftover from that, yeah. isn't it? Parker yeah. was meant to be knocked flying by the alien. Um, but yeah, it... 
bits of it were filmed. So you've got like a one one way conversation on the bridge was filmed. Yep. But it was quickly abandoned, probably because I I reckon they thought we can't do this in the space we've got. Hmm. Yeah, we've also got it, I, I, it must happen around about this time as well. We have the deleted scene of Ripley and Lambert, and Ripley asking Lambert, "Have you ever slept with Ash?" Yeah. Um, and Lambert's just like, "No, I don't think he was ever interested in me." Um, but with those out the way, we we do, as you say, um, Ash. Have you got any other? You or Mother got any other ideas? And he's like, and he's got his back to her, and he says, yeah. "No, we're still collating." And so, at that point, Ripley just loses it, and it's like she laughs, and like, "You're still what? What?" Yeah. She goes she, like that. I think she's twigged at this point <coughs> that he's actively protecting it isn't he I think she knows at this point yes yeah she just yeah. needs some proof and, and she, she's silly but she yeah. tells him what she's going to do I've got yeah. access to mother now I will get my own answers and he still goes back to her but he gets yeah. up to go I think he salutes her he, salutes he says her, right yeah. he, he does uh, salute does he and it's a very very um, uh, very very condescending way he does it in it it's like the oh you've given me an order have you, you yes sir yeah. type thing yeah it's very consent but yeah he does salute yeah because he's filmed from the yeah. back so it's hard to yeah. see but he does right okay yeah um, but she, yeah she's again one of these idiotic heroic people that uh, that play their or show their cards that they're going to play in it yeah. just don't tell him shoot him in the back of the head you know what I mean don't tell villains what you're going to do but yeah so she goes off and I love this because when we when we last saw Dallas doing the um, getting into Mother, it was a lovely little sequence. It all felt very safe, and, I, and this is the same sequence, but it's terrifying because, yeah, Ripley's you don't know where the alien is. It's hmm. changed the Nostromo from a lovely, comfy, sort of uh, familiar thing to this house of horror, hasn't it? It's so good, and suddenly this sequence does look stupid hmm. in an emergency. Pull this out, push that in, just put a doorknob on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> you said earlier about, you know, um, how does Ash get into yep. the room when she's uh, uh, finding out about, you know, um, crew expendable and everything like that. Now, if this yeah. film was made now, you'd have a, a blaring bit of music where, because yeah. she just leans backwards and yeah, he's sat right next brilliant. to her, which is it's fantastic. How a, it's how a jump scare should be. A jump scare shouldn't be a. Bah! It's. Yeah, she just leans back and he's there. Do you think, because when he goes off and salutes it, do you think he legs it to hide behind the counter in the mother room? And he was in there all the time. He was he's in on there his hands all and along. knees. He crawls round behind her and stands up. So he's he, he's yeah. doing what the alien will do at the end yeah. of the film. He's just yeah, part of the so, thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, now, I love that. And the look on his face, there is an explanation, you know. It's yeah. Brilliant. It is brilliant. And it yeah. is so, so, so much better than what Alan Dean Foster has in yeah. the novel. And I'm going to read a little bit so the listener, if the listener has not read the book, will, uh, will, will know. In the book, in the book, the, uh, the, um, the missing airlock scene is in there. So when Ripley goes to see Mother, what we get in the film isn't what we've got in the book. Um, Ripley asks Mother who turned on the, the klaxons and Mother replies, Ash. She then asks, is Ash protecting the alien? And Mother replies, yes. Then she asks why, and 
mother says special order 937 science personnel eyes only restricted information now instead of what ripley does in what we see where she does the command override to find out you know just what that is um ash is behind her and smashes his arm down into the console yeah up to so she can't go any further sort of thing, and he yeah, says over the top yeah over the top and then uh, this is not good it it says ash smiled slightly there was no humor in that upturning of lips command seems a bit too much for you to handle but then proper leadership is always difficult under these circumstances i guess you can't be blamed Ripley slowly backed out of her chair, carefully keeping it between them. Ash's words might be conciliatory, even sympathetic. His actions were not. The problem's not leadership, Ash, it's loyalty. She kept the wall at the, her back, started circling towards the doorway. Loyalty? I see no lack of that. He was all charm now, she thought. I think we've all been doing our best. Lambert's getting a bit pessimistic, but we've always known she's on the emotional side. She's very good at plotting the course of a ship, not so good at planning her own. And so it goes on, and it's just yeah. not very good, and there's no uh, death by porno mag. No. Um, he basically just act, attacks her outside, and that's when Parker and Lambert come yeah. in. It's, um, again, it's, it's Alan Dean Foster's inserting verbose lines mm. to, to pad the word count um yeah it doesn't need it the, the film version is is perfect i love the fact that yeah he ripley just grabs him and slams against the wall and he he looks in pain yeah he's got some odd yeah. facial expressions yeah. here it's like something's breaking or or yeah. something well, I th- yeah i think i think it's <clears throat> his programming to protect the alien is now sort of it's a bit the how how nine thousands, isn't it? It's probably going against his his core program, and as you probably shouldn't injure people or kill. Well, you've them. got to blend in, haven't you? <coughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, this is terrific. I mean, Ash locks her in. He closes to the doors, and she's like Ash, and goes back, and he's just standing there um, in a doorway, and we get that the first close up of him where it's just his eyes and his nose and you can just yeah. see this bead of milk can't you yes. going down the side of his head and uh, just before he attacks her he gives her an almost apologetic look doesn't he yeah he's, I don't think he's uh, taken any pleasure out of what he's doing in it so oh well hmm so he knocks her out the, the camera does this terrific pan all, almost 360 around him um, and he gets distracted by those springy birds yeah. that were around in the 70s, uh, bouncing up and down. And uh, that's Parker's, we've decided that was Parker's cubbyhole, uh, yeah. haven't we? Because it's uh, covered in, uh, in pinups and porn mags. Yes. Um, before he does that, when he throws her in there and before he goes yeah. in there, he does this rapid eye blink thing. Do you think that's him getting instructions or he's being getting updated or something I don't know I think his milk's getting uh, <laughs> on the boil isn't it I think yeah. it's, uh, it's getting in the, his eyes yeah. <clears throat> so we've got Ripley unconscious yeah. laying down right next to her is an open poor mag yeah. uh, notice this time uh, one one of the pages is an advert for 1970s uh, wrist watches digital wrist watches um, and um rolls up this other porno mag yeah. and he decides he's going to kill her by shoving that down her throat. But again, he, he rolls it up in a great way that's not... I mean, it, it's not... Nothing's logical or sensible about this, but, yeah, the way he rolls it is manic and mad, isn't it? So you could, at this point, you 
the first time you're watching it, you're, you're still thinking that he's just mental. This guy's gone off his trolley. What's he going to do? Yeah. What's he doing? Because it's not a very effective way of killing someone, I wouldn't have thought. You know, it's never convincing as well, because at no, no point does that magazine ever go mouth. into Sigourney no. Weaver's mouth. No, no. Oh, would you want to put Parker's porn mag in your mouth? No. <laughs> no. <clears throat> um, so... Parker comes in. Do you think Parker attacks him because he's got his porno mag? He just wants his porno right, mag that's what back. it is. <laughs> I know he's got my porno mag. Oh, and he's attacking with me. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. So he reaches across and very calmly starts squeezing uh, Parker's chest. Yeah. Again, that's not too convincing because what 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 do you grab? If well, it's just I, the flat of his chest. Yeah, but the thing is though, you're you're expecting. In any other film, it would be a, you'd, you'd get a massive backhand, or you know, to show the strength. Of that. And he just—he basically gives him a nipple tweak, oh, which he, is, um, is he? <laughs> yeah, which I've never is thought brilliant. of that before. Because, He's got his nipple between two yeah, fingers <laughs> because that's what you know. Slapping Parker—he's a big man. He's used to violence. He's not, but tweak. Go for the nipple. Yeah, I tell you, man, always go for the nipple. <laughs> Put that, that on a, a t-shirt. Survival instinct, that is, mate. Yes. So he's hit on the neck and, and he starts spitting this yes. uh, liquid. Um, we're, we're always wrong when we say about how he spits milk and that. Apparently that wasn't milk because if it was milk, it would go off too quickly and start yeah. stinking the place up. It's just coloured water. Um, it's not milk at all. Um, it's so whatever it is. It does. Can you imagine Ian Home, poor old Ian Home? He's got to start spinning around yeah. while he's spewing that stuff out. I just hope they didn't have to do too many takes. No, no. Because it looks to me, if it's not milk, which, like you say, it probably wouldn't be, it it looks like it could be uh, corn flour in water. Gives you that same effect. But that would be even worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, He gets his head knocked off, and you've got um, this robot, you know, arm movement thing going on. We... We were wondering why Deep Roy was was photographed, yeah, this, you know, on set. Was it, wasn't it? This was a suggestion yeah. by someone on the Facebook page that uh, he could have been yeah. in in this dummy um, suit. Yeah, I imagine suit. they. I could see that they might well have filmed it, and it didn't work. The proportions, because we don't get it. They don't. I mean, the the dummy they used that sat on. Uh, uh, on Parker in in the latest videos, and that it's not too bad. But if you get the old the old pan and scan like VHS copy you can see that there's no legs to it it finishes mm. at the waist and it's just sat on Parker um, so I don't think they ever used if this was what Deep Boy was in for which makes sense I don't think they ever used it no it's not too convincing that shot when he's headless and, uh, and attacking no. Parker um, but uh, yeah um, you know he's stopped finally by Lambert shoving in that th- prod in him um, I love the wiring of him up. You know, the, yeah, the, the genius idea of having, you, you know, the robots in the future, the internal bits being basically it's just rubber tube, pasta, and glass yeah. marbles, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's a spaghetti and grape android. But again, it's it's brilliant because it's not what anyone would ever use for the androids of an android. So it, it's not aged at all. If you imagine if it had been at the time top of the range circuitry well it would date like the Blake 7 robots have and the Doctor Who robots have yeah yeah Um, there's a line now which has just 
you know, kick-started so much to do with the Alien films is Ripley thinking aloud. All I can think is that they want it for the weapons division. Yeah. That one line has spawned yep. everything that's happened afterwards. Take, we don't yeah. know that. We don't, we don't know. That's just Ripley surmising. Yep. It's taken as, uh, oh, it's got to be true, so therefore... But yeah, and to me, that's the that's the avenue they've gone down with all the sequels, which to me is just a dead end. It's so boring. And they keep trotting it out, don't they, where they, someone needs it for a weapon system. It's a shitty weapon system. Stop it. Yeah, it's much we've said it's before. Alien. There's a reason why on this planet we haven't employed tigers in our exactly, armies. Yeah, yeah. You know, very few tigers serving in the military. You don't have many tiger squadrons, do you? No, no. Attack the enemy! Oh, he's washing his ass. Oh, <laughs> oh he's just eating Private Jones. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a rubbish idea. Um, yeah, much better is that that they want it for. Uh, it's more industrial uses so medicines chemicals acids like that. acids yeah yeah, um, yeah but yeah this idea of they want it for the weapons division is just mad and it's so been blown out of proportion by the comics and the books and yeah that. they've all hung on so, this yeah. one throwaway line you know yeah and it yeah it and it's just ripley guessing she's got no clue no nope. um we then yeah we then get the scene that is uh, i think is just wonderful on the uh, if you listen to Ridley Scott's commentary he thinks this scene where they cut from the dummy head to Ian Holm is faultless and it's like oh dear this is like terrible <laughs> this is it's, the worst it's special not. effects in the in it's the, not yeah before we talk about that um yeah Ripley's abilities right I said earlier oh, okay, about Ripley's yeah. abilities it is Ripley you can tell by the uh yeah, she's, the cuffs she's of the show him in yeah Right, so you've got these incredibly uh, sophisticated robot system, and Ripley, the warrant officer, knows how to do it using, and she's using Ash's probe that he used on the facehugger. Yeah, so now we know that was a soldier knife, basically. Yeah. Hmm. So, right, so we've got, so we've got the, we've got this cut that we've got to talk about. The the dummy head, I think, looks fine. You know yeah, when good, yeah. when they're moving it around, um, but you, you you've got to cut. Why, why they didn't cut away to a reaction from Parker I or know, a line yeah. of Parker Just and Lambert, and then go back? But no, they it's do a not hard the, cut in the It's scene. a hard cut from yeah. dummy to Ian Home with his head sticking out the table. Yeah, and it's not the most um, effective of effects. It looks silly, but and this is testament to the performance and the script. You don't care. I don't care. Not no. at all. Because this last bit of dialogue that it's we get just amazing. From Ash, I'm getting, I'm getting um, the hairs on my neck are rising up now. Yeah. Just thinking I, about this dialogue. Hands down, it not only is one of my favourite moments from all of the Alien films, but I think it's a classic moment in film history. In, yeah, in cinema, yeah. How come the company sent us a goddamn robot? All I can think of is they must have wanted the alien for the weapons division. It's been protecting it right along. Parker, will you plug it in? Um, I don't know what... Because he may know how to kill it.
Ash, can you hear me? What was your special order? You read it. I thought it was clear. What was it? Bring back life form. Priority one. All other priorities rescinded. There's a damn company. What about our lives, you son of a bitch? I repeat, all other priorities are ascended. How do we kill it, Ash? There's got to be a way of killing it. How? How do we do it? You can't. It's bullshit. You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Its structural perfection is matched only by its hostility. You admire it. I admire its purity. A survivor. And all clouded by conscience, remorse, or delusions of morality. Look, I don't... I've heard enough of this, and I'm asking you to pull the plug. Last word. What? I can't lie to you about your chances, but... You have my sympathies. Yeah, this, this, this should be up there with all the much-talked-about greats that I don't think are that great, like Citizen right. Kane and stuff like that. This should be up there, but because it's a sci-fi film and it's a, a man's unconvincing head through a hole in a table, it gets overlooked. But it's a it's a brilliant performance, as you say. That yeah. is all it is. But we 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 have got brilliant dialogue, brilliantly delivered. Yeah. Whoever come up with that putting that brilliant distortion on his voice. Yeah, it's perfect. Along with the gurgling noise. Yeah. They've ADR'd in the gurgling well, I love it noise. That, yeah, I love it that before he speaks he's like twitching moving his mouth and he opens his eyes and then he opens his mouth and all the milk comes out yeah it's like poor poor actor but um yeah it the, the, the voice is great i hope you're going to put this audio oh on. all the ash the dialogue um that we've been talking about is in yeah. in full and the yeah. listener will have just heard him going on and and i i, I can just listen to it yes, over and over, over again a perfect yeah. organism you know, I admire its purity. I mean, this is stunning yeah. stuff. I do love. There's a um, a YouTube clip that someone's done, and as he's saying all this, it keeps cutting to a shot of Jones washing itself, and he's, where he's going. <laughs> he's talking about the cat. Know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't know what you're, talk, you're dealing with here. It's the perfect organism. It has no sense of morality or conscience, and it just keeps cutting to Jones looking. And it's like it's it's perfect. He could be yeah, describing a You cat. would like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And I love I love at the end when he goes, um, "I can't lie to you about your chances, but you have my sympathy." And he does that horrible little smile. And I think he's being sincere. That that little smug yeah. smile. Sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Um, again, absolutely ruined in a novelization where basically they 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 have a five page dialogue session while he's sat on the table. 
Right. Let me. This isn't. This isn't from the. Um, this isn't from Alan Dean Foster. This is from the uh, revised script. Oh, right. Okay. By Walter Hill and David Guiler, based on a screenplay by Dan O'Bannon, story by Dan O'Bannon and Ronald, Ronald Shusett. This is May 1978. Right. Um, so first of all, we've got. Um, um, Ash talking to Ripley in Mother's Room. All right. Um, Ash, who hit, who hit the warning? Right. Ripley, you tell me. Ash, what does that mean? Ripley, I guess the alarm went off by itself. Ash, if you've got something to say, say it. I'm sick of these sly, coy accusations. Ripley, nobody's accusing you. Ash, the hell you're not. Ripley, I'm not accusing you, and that's the end of it. Right? All this is to do with the fact that there, like you say, there was meant to be a key to Mother's room. Yeah. And Dallas had given the key to Ash to give to Ripley, but Ash decided not to do it, right? And it yeah. says, afterwards she sneaks into Ash's blister to search for the key. She finds it and is startled when Kane's shrouded corpse bumps into the window. Oh, he's hanging about a bit, isn't he? <laughs> he is. Um, the climactic scene with Ash was also rewritten so that after being decapitated with its head on a table, the robot negotiates to prolong its existence. Guyler begins by having Ash quote the Rud Rudyard Kipling poem, If. And Ash says, this, so you've got to imagine Ash's <laughs> head is on the table Clear now. This is, yeah. Listen to this, right? Ash, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs, then you are a man, my son. Ripley, what is Special Order 937? Ash, Ripley, you know I can't tell you that. Ripley, then there's no point in talking to you. Pull the plug. Ash, Special Order 937, in essence, asked me to direct the ship to the planet, investigate a life form, possibly hostile, and bring it back for observation, with discretion, of course. Ripley, why? Why not tell us? Ash, would you have gone? Parker, no fucking chance. It wasn't in the contract. Ash, if you get back, you can take it up with the Union, you idiots. You still don't realise what you're dealing with. The alien is a perfect organism. Superbly structured, cunning, quintessentially violent. With your limited capabilities, you have no chance against it. Lambert, you admire it. Ash, how can one not admire perfection? I will kill it because I am programmed to protect human life, as you know. Ripley, even if you have contempt for it. Ash, even then. Ripley, sorry Ash, I don't buy it. She pulls the plug. Right? I much prefer what we had. Yeah, 100%. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And also... Almost, it? Yeah, also, I love the way... Not only is it a stunning performance from Ian Holm, but he takes his time between each yeah. line. He just stops and Perfectly he considers. Delivered. I love the pauses. Yeah, because it, it, it makes no sense. It, imagine the film Ash going, uh, I, I'm programmed to protect human life, so if you, I will kill it. Ripley's just got to go, you just tried to kill me, you twat. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, hold it, up, does it? Doesn't it doesn't make any sense, no. I love his delivery of the line when he says un, un, unclouded by conscience yeah. he, he really doesn't like the word conscience does he 
Yeah, he's got contempt for it. Yeah, unclouded by conscience or delusions of morality. I do like that turn of phrase. Yeah, yeah. It, and it is. It is a fantastic, fantastic moment in cinema, and yeah. I love it dearly. And um, it is the, a classic. This performance should have won an Oscar. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the film won an Oscar, didn't it, for special effects? Yeah, but, but, but... so up, up to I mean, up to very, very recently, sci-fi and horror did not win proper Oscars. They would win for technical stuff, music, sound effects, visual effects. But you almost never got a, a performance, an acting performance, winning in a sci-fi or horror film. It was like, mm, it's not real. It's not real acting. But it should have done. It's, it's just, it's a brilliant performance. Yeah. Unfortunately, there is that small niggle I, that I don't like. I mean... When, when they literally pull the plug and we go from that smug yeah. smile to the dummy head with its smug yeah. smile um, and then Parker torches it we've said before that it hasn't got any eye sockets it no. hasn't got proper nose holes it's just a, a wax head isn't it yeah yeah it, it, it's it's fine I buy it now but yeah it doesn't it doesn't convince that that's a moving robot underneath <laughs> No. So, oh, they, they've burnt the mould they used. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, something we haven't mentioned is there is a, another deleted scene, which is quite a nice scene, um, and it is on YouTube, where um, Lambert goes to see Ash. Did any of the acid get on him? Um, no, it didn't. Stop dripping. Yes. Heal down. Well, there has to be um, some way to get this off hmm? his face. Well, there has to be a way to get it off his face. Yes, well, I don't think we ought to try that again. It didn't work out too well last time. Well, I better get some intravenous feeding going. So far, we don't know. How much it's absorbed in the system. You all right? Yeah. And the two of them are, you know, around the cubby holes around the, you know, the galley. And, um, and, you know, Ash quite tenderly says, you all right? And um, you know, it's the scene where she's asking, yeah. "Could could Brett still be alive?" That that's quite a nice scene. Yeah. I urge, I urge anyone to go on YouTube and 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 look at that one. Yeah, and I think again, it's he's he's given a different performance to each person, isn't he? Yeah, he's quite Depending tender to he Lambert it needs. in that, yeah. that scene. Yeah. He's certainly not as abrasive as he is with Ripley to Lambert. No, mm. I love I love the fact that like he's the ultimate sort of villain in this. Great, but. I would have loved to have seen it. Well, it probably would have ruined it. But instead of having Bishop, had Ian Holm came back in Aliens, mm. to, to and you've got that extra little frisson of that Ripley is Ash. Yeah. Imagine like she's she's just got out of cryosleep, towel in her hair, and Ash sits down next to her. Yeah, but I I, I so great. love Ash in the film. You know, it it. it Potentially it could cheapened, water it down. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. It would just exist in my uh, my head. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right. Uh, you are sitting down, aren't you? I am, yes. Right. I hope, listener, you're sitting down because uh, I've got some bad news for you, Ian. Go on. That's not the end of Ash's story. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> what piece of fan written Are you ready for this? this are you stuff? ready for this? This is quite on, a late... So, so the Nostromo blew up with a nuclear explosion. Mm. The other side of the galaxy. Mm. How did his head get back? It didn't. And it was burned. It didn't. Oh, come on. Are you ready for this? Go You're on, not going to like this. You're not going to like this at all. You're going to get angry, I think. Ready? Go on. During Alien, at some point, Ash had transferred part of his AI programming into the Narcissus. Oh, okay. I remember so, that scene. It was good. Yeah. yeah. So when Ripley escapes in the Narcissu, yeah. Narcissus, Ash is on board in the Narcissus with her. Alright. Right? Okay. Uh, now, I'm going to read this now. Okay. Where's this from? It's a novel. Oh, what oh, a surprise. Yeah. Right. Right. After keeping the shuttle drifting for 37 years... Oh, he, he did that, did he? Yeah. Okay, he detected bastard. a distress call sent out by the mining vessel DSMO Marion and rerouted Narcissus to intercept it, hoping to continue with his mission to acquire a xenomorph specimen for Weyland Utani. Right. I admire his uh, commitment. Yes, right. Soon after abo- arriving aboard the Marion, Ripley learned of Ash's survival. He eventually right. re- revealed himself, his voice having changed due to the Siegson terminal he uploaded himself into. Throughout the incident aboard Marion and on LV-178 below, Ash continued to plot against the survivors. Is this a learning- computer game or something? Is this- no, it's what a... The it's a novel called Out of the Shadows. But, but hang on. So the only reason you would say it's not Ash's voice is because you couldn't get the actor. Yeah, Makes I guess. perfect sense. Why in a novel would you go to the bother of saying, oh, it doesn't sound like Ash? It doesn't so sound it can't like be Ian Ash. Hull. I don't know. It's, what the hell? So, I'm not done yet. Throughout oh, the incident aboard Marion and on the planet below, Ash continued to plot against the survivors. After learning that Marion science officer Karen Snedden had been impregnated with a chestburster I don't know how um, um, Ash planned to arrange the deaths of the rest of the crew hoping that she would then enter hypersleep aboard Narcissus allowing him to deliver her and the embryo she carried to Earth however Snedden killed herself before Ash could put his scheme into motion with his plans to re- you ready for this bit with his plans to recover a xenomorph in ruins ash apparently driven insane by the years he had spent drifting alone aboard narcissus planned to continue his journey with ripley with whom he ima- he imagined he had developed an intimate connection oh, however God. before narcissus departed marion he was finally destroyed when marion chief engineer chris hooper wiped the AI's program from the shuttle's mainframe using a computer virus. With Ash destroyed, Ripley drifted through space for a further 20 years before being rescued. Uh, I'll take a pun. I'll take a pun on this. <laughs> Might be wrong, but I'll take a pun. Uh, this was written after Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Could be, because couldn't that, it? That's exactly, uh, you know, Clarice and uh, Dr. Lecter's... Dr. Lecter thinks he's got a Deep yeah. and, and connection with connection her. with Clarice. Yeah. Oh dear. 
rubbish, isn't it? <coughs> Sounds awful. Yeah. Alright, uh, behind the scenes, that there face hugger, right? Oh, yes. The face hugger, originally, if you look in uh, the book of Alien, um, you'll see that when H.R. Giga designed it, the fingers were all at the front, weren't they? Yes. Um, and it had a, a solitary eye on the back. Um, and it was Dan O'Bannon's idea to move the fingers from the top of the face hugger, if you're looking straight down at it, and move them round to the side. And that's what then gave Giga the idea of it can clasp a, a, a yeah. head by putting its fingers in it, to lock in its fingers. On, on the original drawing, it, it would it would double as a very nice um, War of the Worlds Martian. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, the... As I say, built by Roger Dickon, the the, the original face hugger, but because he was so busy, you, you know, his work uh, load was just so much. Um, the one that we see during the autopsy scene wasn't made by Roger Dickon. It was actually made by Bob Keane. Oh, really? um, you know Bob Keane. He went on to yeah. form whatever the effects company that did Hellraiser and and an awful lot yeah. of uh, uh, British horror films. Yeah, at one point he was like the mainstay of. Uh... British effects, wasn't it? Yeah, did, I think he worked on uh, the 89 Batman as well, didn't he? Um, so basically <coughs> what you've got for that autopsy scene where, you know, Ash says, oh, we've got to have a look at this, yeah. and, you know, it slides in on that tray. Uh, that's a fiberglass shell for the uh, face hugger, and that's where you've got all your oysters and kidneys and yeah. squid thinly sliced and clam and everything. And um, chow there. Yeah. <laughs> and it had to be filmed so quickly because the hot yeah, lights were... Off everything kept going off <laughs> I love it dearly but it looks fantastic it it looks natural and real and organic because it is natural and real and organic all those things I mean that's yeah. genius of Ridley Scott to go no we're not going to have any of your latex well, sculpting yeah I mean to be fair nature had a bigger budget didn't it than yes this yeah. effects unit so yeah it, look, it looks great um, yep. my, my thing though is is it's a misnomer isn't it face hugger it's a head hugger Yes. It doesn't hug the face at all. How could it... It can't just hug the face. The only way it could hug the face is if it was very, very tiny and just gripped the face area, yeah, I suppose. just a little bit, which you could imagine them doing on a cheaper film. They should have called it the uh, face rapist. The face, the face rape. raper. Uh, you wouldn't get that on an action figure box, then, would you? wouldn't you? get it on an action figure box toy, no. I can't see them... I can't see Ken <laughs> releasing that in 79. <laughs> no. Um, uh, done that bit. Done that bit. All right, let's let, let, let's have you talk seen about. The, have you seen the? Um, uh, it, it's touted at the moment as this was the original sketch design, but it wasn't. It was merely showing how the mechanics probably worked. That little little sort of thumbnail drawing of the smiling starfish face hugger coming out of the egg. That's oh, they're not. Yeah. The... Oh. It, because that, that was Dan O'Bannon's sketch, wasn't it? It, yeah, it was his. Yeah. It was only a thumbnail. They're making yeah. a figure of that. No, no. I just, I just like that one, and I think they should uh, do a director's cut with that. Oh, end. I thought yeah. you meant uh, Necker had produced yeah. a, a, a smiling starfish. They oh, will do. They will get round to it, won't they? Yeah. You know, and thirty-nine, ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, and people will buy it as well, won't they? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, people are buying um, an Ash figure with a massive nappy on. So, yeah, from Necker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I quite like. I like the likeness of the Necker the, yeah, figure. To be fair, their likenesses are great. I just. I don't know why they bothered going with so much articulation when you can't move their figures anyway because they immediately snap. 
NECA yep. by far have the worst build quality. But this is of what any I, action figure. I've got the Dallas NECA yeah. figure. I haven't got any of the others because, as you say, the detail, the sculpting of the faces is fantastic. You know, the the, the detail work on the costumes is fantastic. But you've got these huge, great joins at the at the yeah. groin and at the elbow, and it's like. But you go to all the trouble of making that look almost photorealistic, and then they've got yeah. crutches that look like and that. And for no and for no reason because. It's not like any kids are playing with this, and it's not like collectors are taking them out of the box. Because, like I say, unfortunately, I do like the NECA figures. They're woefully overpriced, but they're rubbish. The plastic they use is rubbish. Their joints are rubbish. They don't stand yeah. up. They, they can't stand up. No. So, so literally, just just make him a statue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they're not toys, are they? No. 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 All right. So moving on to Ash, then. Yeah, Sir Ian Home. Of yes. course, we've got to call Sir him Sir Ian. Ian. Yeah, he's an Essex boy. I didn't realise he? he was I from Essex. Yeah, no. yeah, not born there in 1931. See, um, it shows that e- even that terrible start in life doesn't necessarily have to hold you back. Yeah, it's like Judy Matheson. She's an Essex yeah. girl, isn't she? Yeah. So, well, what can you say about Ian Homer? You know, uh, uh, legend. BAFTA, really? BAFTA winner, Oscar winner, Tony Award winner. You know, Laurence Olivier Award. Winner, you know. I've never seen a bad performance. No, I've never seen a performance I didn't enjoy. Even in films, I wouldn't normally watch. He's, yeah, he's mesmerising. He's, he, he was a great actor. And and you know, uh, and he was acknowledged as so. You know, he 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 was a CBE, wasn't he? And um, and and he was knighted in 1998. My favourite portrayal of Napoleon, Time Bandits. Time Bandits. Well, I was going to say, guys, are so funny. I mean, you know, yeah, he, he has done some terrific performances yeah. in genre-wise. Yeah, Napoleon in Time Bandits and Mr. Kurtzman in Brazil, uh, yeah. two oh, that I really yeah. remember. Right. But two non-genre. Well, is is Tarzan genre? It's not, uh, is it? I think it was. It was seen like the because because Tarzan ends up going to Mars. Oh yeah. You know, I think at the time it was. But in the films, as, yeah. in the films, it's not, not so much really, in the films, is it? No. No. Okay. So I'll, I'll I'll keep Greystoke out of that. But he's a Belgian explorer in that with the most yeah, magnificent really moustache, and he when he I think he gets. I haven't watched it since video, Greystoke, but I think he gets shot through the leg or something, and he has to pull the arrow out. And yeah. Ian Holm is is brilliant in conveying uh, the pain that he's going through. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, and not, uh, not a good film anymore. I don't think it's aged well, Greystoke. As I say, I haven't seen it, um, you know, for a very, very long time. Um, and uh, the other thing that I always remember him in is in Chariots of Fire. He's one of the uh, yeah, trainers in, yeah. in Chariots of Fire. Okay, so next up we then we've got his uh, genre tally. Yep. And um, yeah, he, he hasn't got a bad tally. 28 is pretty That's high. Okay. That's not bad. The first thing that he was in genre-wise is Mystery and Imagination. Now, we've mentioned this TV yeah, show but we've before, but I can't remember in what. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a 1966 TV series, and he was in it twice, right? right? Once as a body snatcher, and remember this is 1966, and the other time, and I want to see this, he was in a version of Frankenstein, where he not only played 
Frankenstein, but also the creature. And I right. right now I am sending you a photo. This is Ian Home in '66 as the Frankenstein monster. Oh God! I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a show that is like kind of lost? It might be I lost. I think so. Yeah. I'm not. I don't remember. I think. If it still existed, we would have seen clips from it by now. Okay. Right, so another TV thing he was in was The Frighteners, that supernatural TV series from yep. 1972. Yeah, not, not the Peter Jackson film. <laughs> no. Um, and not the 80s Lost Boys. He was in the 1978 TV um, uh, adaption. It was called The Lost Boys. He plays J.M. Barry and uh, Captain Hook as well. Oh, right, okay. Then Alien, then Time Bandits, and, you know, um, following that with Brazil. So, you know, yep. he was um, in with Terry Gilliam, obviously, or Terry Gilliam liked him. Um, and then Dream Child. Did you, have you ever seen Dream Child? I, Dennis Quaid, isn't it? No, 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 that's right. that, that's Dreamquake or something. Oh, right. Uh, no, Dream Child is that one. It, 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 was, it was a serious... Uh, like take on Alice in Wonderland. Oh no, it doesn't ring a bell. It, the, yeah, the, the 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 animatronic puppets in it were all quite serious and quite creepy looking. No. Um, yeah, it, it had a touch of the old Dark Crystal about it. Um, no, but who he, did he, he play? Lewis Carroll. Oh, right. He played Lewis Carroll in that. Um, then he was in David Cronenberg's Naked Lunch. Yep, no, another film I've not seen. I've never seen it. Um, Return of the Borrowers, uh, you know, the Borrowers right. book, they made a TV version, um, and they made a film version, didn't they, with old um, yeah. Chummy, I've forgotten his name. Um, yeah, Return of the Borrowers, he played Pod, so I'm guessing with a name like Pod, he was one of the little people. I imagine uh, so. Yeah, played him six times. He was back to Frankenstein for the uh, Kenneth Branagh version, yeah. where, he, where he played Victor's father in that, I don't remember him. In, in that it's I think I only watched that once version. yeah yeah uh, Loch Ness that Ted Danson film oh god he was in that he oh. was in that yeah uh, then The Fifth Element and I vaguely remember oh, he's great him in that. he's element. the Obi-Wan Kenobi figure is he yeah he's right. the uh, he's the sort of wise wizard okay oh, he's great yeah alright back to Alice in Wonderland for Alice Through the Looking Glass in 1998, where he played the White Knight in that. Then he was in Existence. Oh, right. yeah, Existence. No, I didn't never saw that film. It's meant to be very good. I watched it once. It, yeah. it was Jude Law, wasn't it? I think it was a Jude yeah. Law film. They had orga organic guns. I seem to remember that. That was it, yeah. Um, Simon Magus. Something called Simon Magus. Doesn't ring a bell. It says Simon is a. He's been in, haven't No, Simon May. Simon Magus. Simon is an outcast from his Jewish community because he claims that the devil talks to him and he has the ability to put curses on crops. Okay. Very handy ability to have. Yes. Then an adaptation. Now, he puts curses on crops, or he curses crops, because there's two different things, isn't there? Because you could go into a field and just swear at some corn. Hmm. But what good would that do? And how can you make a film out of that? It might make you feel better. Oh, I don't make a film out of anything, would they? Yeah, they do now. <coughs> uh, there was an adaptation of Animal Farm where he played Squealer, one of the oh, pigs, right. or it was the voice of. I, I, I quite like Animal Farm. Hmm. I did that for my English. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we did as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, From Hell. 
Oh yes, yeah, he's he Dr. plays Sir William Gull. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're into That's Lord of the Rings that. territory. So, yep. Bilbo Baggins in Fellowship of the yeah. Ring. Brilliant. Really Is it Fellowship of the Ring where we have that demon moment which scares uh, the crap out of my children? Yes. Yeah, so um, Fro- Frodo has gone to um, Lothlorien and meets Bilbo who's aged a bit and he, Bilbo says, can I, just, can I just see the ring one last time? And he shows him and he tries to get it and he t- goes a bit demonoid. It's really good. It's really good. I'd I love to see that footage... I'd love to see that footage yeah. before they CGI yeah. the the, yeah. the Gollum face onto um, uh, Ian Holm because I'm sure he was pulling a face. Yeah, and of course he was also I don't know where we count it as uh, part of genre, but he was um, uh, Frodo in the the superb BBC radio version. No, because we just yeah that is a superb version, yeah. but uh, no, we don't do audio. We only do uh, film no. and TV. So, so yeah, that was the first time. Then he was in Return of the King. Then yeah. he had a break from that for uh, the day after tomorrow. I remember him in that. That's oh, the God. end of the world thing with Dennis I've only Quaid. Seen it once. Terrible film. He dies in Scotland when the uh, with the, the super yeah the it's cold so air cold hits Scotland. ice freezes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. um. Yeah, we're, again, Ice Age, Second Ice Age, we're really worried about at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's back to uh, Bilbo because he's in yep. uh, an, an unexpected journey in the Battle of Five Armies, yeah. and that's him done. That was his uh, genre tally all over. Oh, very good. Some good yep. stuff. Yep. So, here we go. Um, the alienness factor. We vote... Yep just the one vote not like Blade Runner where we do design and effectiveness we just we just give a straight out of 10 um, on Ash yep well what are you me, giving him Ash gets 10 out of 10 ditto uh, it's perfect I can't think of any way to make it better it can come Perfection. as no surprise to the listener after we've been no. talking for an hour and 50 minutes extolling the greatness of you know, Ash and Ash. Ian Holm. <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, give him a three. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a ten from me as well. Yeah, he's our super. first ten. Okay, so he sits at the top. The next one down is Parker at 9.85. Yeah. All right. And then in third place, we've got, with a nine, we've got Brett and Dallas. All right. So the top three are occupied by four alien characters. That's what not a really surprise. a surprise. Okay. <laughs> Buy us much? Well, we're biased by quality, aren't we? And we are. Is the we are. Best quality. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, before we go, we've been talking about the facehugger. So yes. now's the time to talk about um, the facehugger, the alien facehugger, because you know. Yes. Not the. It's going to va- It's going to vary, isn't it? So. It all is, right. Yeah. Because we don't. So, we don't actually see it do much. It's not like in Aliens where it runs about on that. But what we do see it do, uh, it's got the best egg explosion and sound effect. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can pause that and go frame by frame, and you still can't work out no. how they did it. And then you watch it, and like, that's really good. Uh, and then, yeah, it's the best looking, most organic, because you said it's it is organic uh, when they do the autopsy. Um, no, but this time, this alien. time, yeah, we've got to split it into two. We've got to talk design and then effectiveness. Okay. Yep. To get our loving um, the alien tally, so yeah, the design the, of the original facehugger. The design, yeah, I. It's a difficult one because there were multiple designs before it, and I don't think any of them were as good. So I think they 
because sometimes we see this, don't we? The stuff will get changed in the production and that, and the design, and it won't be quite as good. But I think the final design they went with is the best. Um, the the Giga, like you say, the Giga one with the fingers on the top of the head bit, is probably more alien, but I just did can't see it working. It's a bit strange. Um, so I think uh, design wise, for, design wise for me, um, I'm going to give it a nine point five. 9.5 well I, I I'm stayed at 10 so that's okay. 9.75 all right and how effective is this uh, well effective it's totally effective even though it doesn't do anything it it works it's alien at the time it was shocking it still is it works perfectly so it gets a 10 for effectiveness from me yeah yeah I thought you might say that and, and it's a 10 from me as well I mean Really, all we see it do is tighten its tail, yeah, breathe a bit at the side, yeah, and and then it gives that twitch when uh, Ash prods it, you yeah. know. So, all right, that's a uh, loving the alien score of nine point eight seven five. That's pretty good. And I again, I think I will keep. No, or did I round it up? I don't know because looking at the loving the alley alien talent. Okay, well, let's tally. make it easy. I'll go from nine and a half to ten. Yeah. For the the design. Yeah. All it's right. Great. Let's keep it at ten. Right. That 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 makes it nice and simple because I think I did round it up, and if it, I yeah, did I round it did, up, that would have yeah. been nine point nine, yeah. which makes it uh, on on par with the space jockey from Alien. But right. now it's got a clear ten. Yeah. Um. All right. So that is very strong. At ten, we've got. The, the original face hugger at 9.9 we've got the original space jockey at 8.6 yeah. we got the original chest burster and then we dropped down a 4.5 for the alien <laughs> resurrection queen what a surprise so, that's telling yeah that's telling what will be interesting is whether the the sort of what is deemed as the epitome of the alien design which is the the big fella the alien mm. whether that holds up as yeah. a as a 10 out of 10 because yeah, yeah, interesting. And how will that score then, you yeah. know, uh, sit alongside the mature adult aliens of the other films? Yeah, they're all crap. So. <laughs> <laughs> You've given your cards away there. Oh no! You? Oh no! Yeah. I've told I've told the villain my plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, okay, that's it. That is Ash done. So, um, as I say, only one more episode to go. Uh, a proper yeah. episode with an alien character. Next time it will be Ripley. Um, will, yeah. And my, the big my chap. Own little, my own little face hugger's just woken up. And yeah. Oh, is she? Maggie, she's just woken up. She knows when I get to the end of it. She knows it's tea time. It's been late for this one because we've been it is. I mean, yep. it for long. With the, yeah. all the oldos in, this is going to be over two hours, which, you know, <sighs> get a bit of an epic. Worth, but get them as worth. But yeah, just, I can't believe we just it. Got one, we've just got Ripley left, and then that's the, that'll be our last visit to. Uh, What's really weird is normally when we do these podcasts, because we've watched the film so much doing them, we very rarely, after we finish it, we very rarely for about a year or two go back like with Blake 7 and revisit and watch film. Mm. I don't think that'll be the case. I'm sure I'll be watching this again in a couple of weeks. You know well, it. You know, after the Ripley one, yeah. It's just you such absolutely a perfect know it. film. I can never get tired of Alien. No. I can with Alien Resurrection. I mean, when we're done with this podcast, I don't know when I'll next be watching that. No. If it wasn't uh, part of the box set, yeah, <laughs> it would you... be, it'd be flying out the window, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, okay, well, we're, we've got to move next time on to um, Aliens. Right? Yes, oh yeah, yeah, Alien. 
Gods. We're not so far up the uh, character list on that, are we? No, no. But the next episode, it's going to be a shorter episode than this. Right. Most episodes are, uh, because the character's not around for too long. Um, do you want a clue? Oh, so someone that doesn't last long that we haven't done all... We've done all the Marines now, haven't we? No, we haven't. Oh, have we not? Bloody no. Uh, <laughs> it's a Marine. I mean, apart, oh, okay, apart from the big characters, I thought it was going to be like a... Like a spunk mile or something. Uh, is it Hudson? Nope. Oh, can't be Hicks. Nope. Apone? Nope. This oh, th- this character well, uh, isn't around as long Dietrich? as Slim. We've done Dietrich. Have we? Oh no, not Dietrich. Who's the um the smart Drake? Drake, you are right. Is it Drake? Oh, yes. Right. I was going to give you a few clue. I was going to go duck <laughs> to see <laughs> if you could get Drake. You know. Oh dear! <laughs> oh yeah, you spoiled my joke. Yeah, yeah, Drake, the smart gunner that uh, yes doesn't last very long. Yeah, so no, yeah. again, these these troops not crack troops, are they? No, I mean, I think yes. I think by the time we finish with aliens, um, yeah, <laughs> we will yeah. we'll have given these uh, these troops a bit of a drubbing. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. So yeah, join us next time for a shorter episode. Yeah, um, yeah Drake, it will well, be. We would, yeah, we'll discuss Drake. Yes, yeah. All right, okay, see you then, then. Good stuff. Right, thanks, then. Bye. Bye. That's it, man. Game over, man.